Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast at Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you listen to. I apologize for having a hoarse voice today. I yelled at the referees too much yesterday at the basketball game. You know, childish things like, use your other eye, you know the good one. Maybe I should have said, use your other tooth, you know, the bright one. Because today we're talking about nothing but the tooth, an insider's guide to dental health by Teresa Yang, DDS, a wonderful book. She is a 30-year practitioner in the Los Angeles area of dental care. She is a DDS. And if you look at her smile, she's had great dental care as well. I was in the dental chair just today as I was getting fitted for an implant. I have a nasty habit that I had that I wish I didn't have since youth called chewing pens. Teresa should have gotten to me earlier. You can reach her at Teresa Yang, Y-A-N-G, D-D-S dot com. Teresa Yang dot com. The book, again, available on Amazon, hopefully in your local independent as well, is Nothing But the Tooth. It begins with the most important facts on how to choose a dentist and ends with a discussion about technical advances in the field, which I've gotten to witness as I've gotten care as well. She does do topics such as the cost of dental treatment, geriatric dental needs. I'm not going to go into pediatrics, which are also in there for your children and grandchildren, but since most of our listeners are in the adult age group or physicians. I won't talk much about pediatrics today, but it's in there. And sleep apnea, as well as the links between periodontal disease and both dementia and cardiovascular disease. We are brought to you as usual by Life's First Naturals, the makers of True Biotics, a special brand now for women in the menopausal years, as well as bovine colostrum. You can see their randomized double-blind controlled trials on their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com, or in our own longevityplaybook.com, the other sponsor. And you can go to our site and sign up for the free twice-weekly newsletter, lifesfirstnaturals.com. But today we're talking about different subject, that is the teeth, although we have a lot about flossing and dental care on the website. Let me ask you one question I got asked when we tweeted out that we were going to have you on the site on the show today, Teresa, and that is, does a pick really make a difference over flossing, or is the electronic toothbrush and pick set up more hype than reality. Well, by pick, Michael, I I assume you're talking to, you're referring about a water pick. Yes, exactly. Okay. So water pick was the original name of the company and the product, water pick. And water pick lost its sexiness sometime ago, and it got rebranded, and it's now called a water flosser. 
But same thing comes in a container of some sort with the water in there that shoots out a spray. You can use it with your sink or in the shower. The objective being to clean in between your teeth. So if you can get in there with the floss, perfect. But you just pointed out that most of your audience is adult or adult at the older end of the spectrum. And one thing that happens is that our gums recede. And so I've noticed is in my own mouth is that where I never used to get food stuck, now I am actually carrying floss around in my purse because after I eat every single time, food gets stuck in there. So if the floss isn't working for you and you're not getting out enough of the impacted food, then a water flosser is a good idea. So the short answer is it depends, but whichever method you can use to clean in between your teeth. Same with brushing. If you can do it fine with a $2 manual toothbrush, great. If you need a little bit more help, get an electric toothbrush. The research has shown that it's more effective than a manual brush, but it could be because of the timer that there's a two-minute timer in there and it beeps at you every 30 seconds to move the brush from one side of your mouth to the other. But Both of those are not gimmicky and for certain subsets of the population and certain people, it's a great tool. I wish this was visible as well, because if you'd seen the expressions on Teresa's face as she talked about receding gums, you'd know that she considers this a real issue as we get older. So we often talk about how to choose a physician or primary care physician on the show. So let's go a little bit. And I know that's chapter one, and I hate to go back to chapter one after I've read half the book, but I should go back there. And since many people will say, how do I find a good and competent dentist? And then the second thing I want to cover is what type of insurance, dental insurance, should I have? The Cleveland Clinic offers four different care plans, and I'm sure many employers offer more than one plan. So I'm going to ask you about choosing that. So let's talk about choosing a dentist. So if you don't have a place like the Cleveland Clinic where it can be physician to dentist and you can find out who's good and who's not in the community and who's on time and who's not. What do you do? How do you go about this? I have a few pointers. You choose a dentist like you choose, what, a contractor for your house or somebody to perform any kind of service for you. I think one of the best ways is to ask the pickiest person that you know. Ask them for some referrals. So talk to your family and friends. Another really good way is there are general dentists and then there are specialists. Endodontists, which are dentists that do root canals. Periodontists, dentists that treat gum disease or put in implants. Call up one of those specialists and ask them for a few referrals because they see the clinical work of a group of different dentists And they can give you some names so you know that that person is clinically competent and ethical. And then I would go and meet the dentist and visit the office. 
dentistry is very personal and you have this intimate relationship with your dentist. So it's got to be someone that you have some kind of a bond with, that you have a connection with. Don't be afraid to go in there and interview the dentist. And if you don't like that person, then move on to somebody else. This dovetails into your other question about insurance is that what about dental insurance? So do I need to pick a dentist that's quote unquote on the list? Dental care, unlike medical care, you don't necessarily need to pick somebody on the list. You may be paying a little bit more out of pocket depending on what you're having done, but it won't be prohibitive like medical insurance where I wouldn't dream of picking a surgeon that's not on my list. So insurance... Approximately 50% of the population has dental insurance. It is generally tied to the employer. And within that employer insurance, just similar to at the Cleveland Clinic, you may have a couple options. Option number one is a higher end option where you can go to a dentist who may have higher fees, who is more of a fee-for-service type practice, and option two will be to some kind of a PPO, maybe more of a clinic or even an HMO type of insurance. So depending on what your dental needs are and what your financial situation is, go either option one or option two. I was surprised to find, since we're in that period just after the employer benefit choices, Teresa, I was surprised to find that we have a plan that has just preventive care on it, which isn't very much, obviously, but it was, if you have great teeth, all you need is preventive care. This is the insurance plan for you, and there's actually no additional cost in your premiums, and we have something all the way up to something that covers a fair bit of orthodonture for your kids, which obviously those of us without kids anymore wouldn't take. But there are four levels of plans at the clinic, which I had never seen before. It's harder for the patient because it's asking you to anticipate what your needs are. But say you're 22 years old, you never had a cavity, you just needed cleaning once in a while and a checkup, then go with the preventive plan. But I will throw in a word of caution here. As the population transitions to Medicare, there is no dental component in Medicare, with few exceptions. And so people are often surprised that, oh, they're looking forward to getting on Medicare and it's going to cover most of their medical expenses, but dental is not covered, hearing aids are not covered, eyeglasses are not covered. So a senior has to prepare for that. Yeah, although more and more... Medicare is now allowing coverage through some of their programs and some of their add-on programs for hearing and eyesight. I don't know. I haven't seen any dental add-ons of any magnitude yet. Teresa, you also go into the book, the difference between an implant and a crown and other choices. Even you go into the types of x-ray machines and, if you will, the other things. I had a dentist who somehow did a wand around my teeth and was able to show me the teeth on a screen, if you will. Amazing device, I thought. 
That is a great tool, the intraoral camera. I think it's one of the best things that's come along in the last 10, 15 years or so, which the old saying, a picture is worth a thousand words, that intraoral camera allows you to see exactly what your dentist is talking about. If he or she describes to you and says, oh, Dr. Royzen, you have this big filling in there and there's a crack in the tooth and you need a crown and you're shaking your head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's not bothering me. But if you actually saw that, then that would be much more impactful. Well, somehow he's able to create with this device, a, whatever you call it, a set of teeth or a a model, which to me was, is amazing because I used to have to have all that gummy stuff set up in it. So it's really amazing how fast some of the technology has improved. Yes. Obviously that'll it, it probably increases the cost because the technology has improved so much. I do want to say the book goes into all of that. It's a great book. Teresa Yang DDS.com is how you can find out more about her. The book Nothing But the Tooth and there are a number. I, I only wish I lived in L.A. that I could use you as my dentist. So those people who are in L.A. are pretty lucky, Teresa. This is a wonderful book, Nothing But the Tooth. We, again, are brought to you. This is 1174B. The bees are always wonderfully interesting guests, as Teresa Yang has been. We are brought to you by Life's firstnaturals.com, the makers of both True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum. They're two things that will change your rate of aging. At least they're likely to do so based on the data in the literature. You can see their randomized controlled trials at lifesfirstnaturals.com, as well as Longevity Playbook, That's where we concentrate on helping you live longer with less disability. The book, again, this week, Nothing But the Tooth. And as you know, I believe flossing and dental care is integral to your living longer and healthier. So this is a great book for everyone's library, Nothing But the Tooth, An Insider's Guide to Dental Health, Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A-Y-A-N-G, no H, T-E-R-E-S-A-Y-A-N-G, D-D-S.com. Thanks again for downloading us. And Teresa, thank you for being our guest. We'll be back next week. We hope you are as well. Thanks again, Teresa.